2099. These are the files of Kent, the key environmental, non-judgmental task force. Director of Operations, Professor Nebulus. You are now accessing hollow file number 316. Codename, I, Nebulus. Latest report from the Transgalactic Peace Conference, please, Gemini. I am obeying. Last remaining delegates arriving outside Whitehall and Vertodome now, Professor. Excellent. They can go in for the opening address as soon as they've watched the organically reared children's parade. I hate children. Particularly when they parade. Uh, but it'll help to soften the delegates' hearts, Rory. Remember, a child's face can say so much. Especially the mouth part. So, Prof... I think this peace conference will pass off peacefully. Well, if it does, it'll be the first one ever. I don't know what it is about peace conferences, but they always seem to attract terrorists, extremists, and nutterists. Nimrod! Ah, Sir Ronald. Looking especially rancorous and single-minded, if I may say so. I hear there's been problems at the peace conference. Then your hearing needs to be examined, Sir Ronald. Oh? So everything's A-OK? B-OK. That is, it will be OK, eventually. A little more funding wouldn't go amiss. I'd like to do what I can, but I'm afraid I can't. Apparently, there's also been multiple mix-ups with the delegates' hotel bookings. Uh, there has been a modicum of confusion, yes, sir. You see, besides hosting the Peace Conference, London is also currently hosting a Peach Conference, a Pea Conference, and a Hairpiece Convention. I warned the twin Prime Ministers not to leave the arrangements in the hands of the man who dissolved the Isle of Wight. Kent is doing its bevel-edged best, sir. Paul is over at the conference now, greeting the delegates. In fact, at this moment... She should be receiving the sentient candle of Luxembourg. Oh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, um, excuse me. Uh... How dare you me? I am his illuminated highness, the sentient candle of Luxembourg. I know, Your Majesty. I'm Paula Breeze. It's my job to ensure your time at the conference is 100% glitch-free. You're standing on my foot. Huh? Oh! Oh, sorry! Oh, 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 oh! Is it a foot? Or is it wax runoff? <sighs> it's both. My feet are runoff. Oh! <laughs> well, well, that's funny, because <laughs> I'm run off my feet, too. <laughs> what? Your feet are not runoff? Sorry, I... He's... Nothing. If you'd like to consume any culture during your stay, I have several recommendations. The Imperial Warmth Museum is hosting the heat from the Great Fire of London. The Tate Postmodern has cave paintings done by robots. Oh, and the Museum of Chocolate has just opened its new minstrels gallery. No, thank you. My time is far too precious to fritter away on frivolities such as chocolates. Robots and ancient urban capital in Russia. Good day to you, madame. Wax bastard. Here we are, Rory, the Transgalactic Peace Conference. The most important interplanetary get-together since Saturn held that bring-a-bottle seminar. No protesters outside, I see. That's a good sign. Yeah, there were some here earlier, but uh, they were dispersed with a shoving gas then genetically mollified. Well, I'd better pop inside and make sure Paula hasn't sparked too many diplomatic incidents. You go and re-recheck the security arrangements. Can, can do. Right then. 
It's time to get peaceful. Professor Nebulas! That is correct. Please, you must help us. You must come with us. I'm sorry, but I make it a rule not to wander off with strangers who are completely concealed within black metallic cloaks. Very well. If you insist, we shall uncloak. But please, stand back. But you're, you're fashioned entirely from flame. What is it, flame effect? It is flame. Oh, right, yes. So just who the blazes are you? We are known as the Infernons. We come from planet Burnus, the fireplace. But what are you doing here? It's invite only. Intrugulators get their heads kicked in. This is a peace conference after all. You are the only man who can help us. What? What makes you think that? We have scanned the brains of every delegate. Your brain is better and bigger than all the others. Is it? Is it really? Biggest one here. Imagine that. <laughs> Mind you, I can't say I'm surprised. I've always known my brain was a tight fit inside the old noggin. <laughs> Please step into our hover limo and we shall take you to our leader. Super. Why not? <laughs> After all, when one has a king-sized brain, one must be prepared to spread it around a bit. <laughs> oh, my God! Good afternoon, Nebulous. We meet again. Drive on. Dr. Joseph Clench. As I anticipated, I might have guessed. Then why didn't you? Be because guessing games are for children and I'm a fully grown professor. Nevertheless, Nebulous, you've fallen into my trap. So let me guess, Clench. You and these walking crematoria here have joined forces in some infernal scheme to derail the Transgalactic Peace Conference, and in the ensuing interplanetary chaos you intend to seize power, becoming some kind of... galaxy boss. Bravo! Quite right. In fact, you only left out one tiny detail. You. Me? Yes, Nebulous. You. You're going to help me help to death. Morning, Paula. Harry. Still no sign of the prof. No, he's not answering his mobile. Or his pager! Or his digital ear trumpet! Where in Bot's name has he got to? Oh, I'm sure everything will turn out for the best. Paula, that is such a simplistic thing to say! I am not simplistic, and anyone who says I am is... A bad person. Please do not struggle, Professor. What's going on, Clinch? Why am I being strapped under this operating table? And why are you strapping yourself to that operating table? My fiery friends here are going to carry out a duo simultaneous mind transfusion switcheroo. Mind trans... Oh, for God's sake. You don't mean... Yes, Nebulous. I'm going to place my mind in your body, leaving your mind sealed in my body, thus keeping it safe, fresh, and moist. I always knew you were a lunatic, but now I know you're mad as well. Nonsense. Memo to self. You're great. Listen to me. A man's mind is his castle. You can't take that castle apart brick by brick and transport it to another country, run up a flagpole, then expect the peasants in the surrounding crops to simply... I'm drifting. Drift on, Nebulous, because you're not going to stand in my way. Everything is prepared, Doctor. 
God! This is against nature. What do you hope to achieve by interfering with my mindhood? My plans are none of your concern. Pay them no mind. All right. I'm ready. Initiate process. Switching mind switch switch. Now. No! Switching mind switch switch. Process complete. Are you all right, Professor? I mean, Doctor. Of course. This is outrageous. Let me out of you. Silence, Nebulous. You have done well, my friends. Thank you, Doctor. Now, why don't you go and pay a call on a few of the delegates, some of the more flammable ones, and then tomorrow morning. My part begins. Begins to death. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Bad news, I'm afraid, Paula. It's the sentient count of Luxembourg. He's snuffed it. <gasps> no, but he was so big and strong and tall. And you wouldn't believe the wick on him. A hotel maid found him this morning, collapsed in a pool of his own self. He'd been burning at both ends. Suicide? Could he have deliberately popped his own clocks? Doubt it. Anyway, a seven-foot-high living candle would normally burn down overnight. It stands to reason. Incoming report from National Cardiac Monitor. Oh no! Look, three more delegates found dead in their rooms. Let me see. Kindling creature of Twig World 4 reduced to ashes. Her liquid majesty, the Water Queen of Atlantis, evaporated. Leader of the Methane People's Republic exploded beyond recognition. Hey! They were all staying in the same hotel, the Hackney Hilton. Yeah, in fact, the only delegate staying there to remain unharmed was this guy. The Spanish Prime Minister, Carlos Aspestos. Spain's first flame retardant PM. Oh, I forgot I was going to have to work with you two dopes. Ah! And an arousal. And uh, how are the uh, security arrangements? Uh, there's sort of been four delegates killed. Hmm. The first of many, many, many deaths. What? Uh, I say I, I do hope they're not the first of many, many, many deaths. You look tense, Professor. Can I give you a full body massage with sensual oils? Hmm? Yes. Why not? My place, tonight, midnight for midnight thirty. <laughs> What's wrong with her? At a guess, I'd say she attained nirvana and fainted. Well, can you sweep her up, please, Ronnie? Rory. Rory. Good morning, Professor! Oh, good God, it's you! Oh, I don't know how you can face yourself. Because unlike you, I no longer have the luxury of a face! Now! Is anybody going to help me load up the washing machines? This peace conference is generating masses of extra laundry. And yet, it seems to be down to me, the least able one, the one in the most agony to do all the work. Fair? Hmm. Maybe I should ask Nutwidag. Nutwidag? Nut 
we dag. N-U-T-W-I-D-A-G. National Union of Technical Workers with Intense Disabilities and Grudges. Do you think they'd pursue legal action? Well, I am the union president. Mm. Well, good to do something positive with your life. Life. What is life if not just a way of auditioning mourners for your funeral? Oh, shut up moaning, you enfeebled lump. Professor? Have you no pity? That's right, Harry. Unlike you, I no longer have the luxury of pity. So tell me, just what are you, Infernons? If regularly stoked, an Infernon can live almost indefinitely. Interesting. Some time ago, I, Nebulus, discovered that technically... Humans can live to be 400 years old. However, every orgasm we have takes one year off our lives. What happened? Was the information suppressed? Not at all. People simply absorbed the facts, then carried on with their short, happy lives. We are a once cocky race who now find ourselves on the brink of extinction due to the great crazy foam monsoon of 2095. Dr. Clench has promised to help rebuild our world. Oh, that won't be part of his real plan. Believe me, he'll double-cross you soon. And if not soon, then soonish or later. And if not later, then a while later, or not long after that. And if not then, then I'm drifting. Clench will deliver what he has promised. No, no. The man's a clown. Hmm? What? What? I'm not a clown. Aha! Uh, uh-huh. Caught you! Uh, Caught you sneaking out to school! Oh, keep away from there, son. A school is no place for a child. But mother, father, there's so much to learn there. I'm teaching you all you need to know. How to slip on a banana skin. How to make someone else slip on a banana skin. And it... Well, that's pretty much it. But I know I can offer the world so much more than skin work. No, put that banana down, mother. I shall not clown. I shall not clown. What, what? What's going on? Professor? Professor, what is it? Is your function impaired? No, no, of course not. Uh, uh, yes, actually it is. As a matter of fact, I, I'm, I'm dying. Dying? But why? How? There's no uh, natural daylight in here. Without light to photosynthesize, we humans can (coughs) die within a matter of minutes. Photosynthesis? Is that how humans work? I do not know. I always just mucked about during biology. Help me. Please. Don't let me de-photosynthesize. We must carry him out into the daylight. We cannot let Clench's corporeal form die. If we do, he will be angry and litigious. Come this way, Professor. Please, hold on to my outer casing. (coughs) Thank you. (coughs) Hurry! Here we are, Professor. Can you stand up? Yeah, that's... that's super. Now, if you just move back so I can get a bit more air... 
Thank you. Right then. I'll just turn around and do my back. Goodbye, gentlemen. Where's he gone? He grabbed onto a passing transporter full of escape pods. Observe. He is disappearing into the distance. Damn! We'll never catch up with him now he's photosynthesized. That is correct. Fancy visiting the Imperial Warmth Museum? That is a smashing idea. Gosh, Rory, I'm really looking forward to the professor's keynote speech. He's so brilliant on stage. He doesn't read his speech off on autocue, you know, or notes. He just has it tattooed on the topless Batman in the front row. Paula, don't you think the prof's been acting a bit abnormal? Abnormal peculiar or abnormal ha-ha? Abnormal peculiar. There, there is no abnormal ha-ha. It's like he's been differented. He still looks great to me. Yeah, sure, he looks the same. But I, I think the pressure's starting to get to him. I, have you noticed, whenever he gets irritated with us, he shouts, guards, seize them. He's joking. He calls us puny abominations who should be smeared across the surface of the earth. Ooh, who doesn't get tetchy once in a while? But what about when he muttered, all human flesh must burn, and cackled to himself for ten minutes? You didn't find that sinister? No. I thought it was manly. <sighs> Have you any idea what his keynote speech is going to be about? It's about keynotes, isn't it? Which are they, tens and twenties? Oh, he's been playing it close to his chest. I'd love to play close to his chest. Never mind. Look, you go in. I'm going to stay here on the door. Well, you'd rather bounce than watch the professor's speech. I'm not bouncing. I'm guarding. Just go through. Go. This is your two-minute standby call, Professor Nebulous. Thank you so much. There you are, Nebulous. Ah, Sir Roland Ronald. Sir Ronald Rollins. As you wish. I hope your speech-giving is better than your security arranging. Four delegates dead? I'd say you failed miserably. No contraire, Sir Ronald. I failed cheerfully. Kent should have been shut down years ago. I couldn't agree more. What? Kent is an irrelevance, an embarrassment. Nebulous is... That, that is, I am a meddling, incompetent poltroon. Yes, you are. My feelings exactly. And as soon as I finish my speech, I shall hand in my resignation. After that, Kent is yours to do with as you wish. But this is marvellous news. I wanted to do what I couldn't, but now I can. <laughs> Wait. Not intending to make some inflammatory speech and go out in a blaze of glory, are you? Oh, I promise you, Sir Ronald. If there is a blaze, I won't be the one going out in it. Well, that's reassuring. Or is it? I can't tell. Goodbye, Sir Ronald. Goodbye, and... Goodbye. And now, to give his keynote speech, is the man who was recently voted Man with Most Votes, Please give a warm transgalactic peace conference welcome to the man who has no truck with stubborn stains, the most important person in Kent, Professor Nebula! As I stand here, I see before me many different life forms. Some of you are humanoid, some of you are gaseous. Some of you are breathing rock. Some are naked, some wear a uniform, others are cuneiform. Some of you are stacked in a collection of kilner jars. 
A few of you are an incorrect equation written on a napkin, whilst others have a core of pure antimatter and a thick chocolate coating. You are all different, and yet you are all the same. You all have one thing in common. You're all going to die. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. He means eventually. He's reminding us of our mortality. It's a, it's a, a thing he's doing. He's, he's going to put a spin on it. You'll see. <laughs> You're all going to die in approximately three minutes' time. <laughs> Shut up! Oh, he's not telling me to shut up. It's a device. He's using. Shut up! What in the hell? It's Doctor Clench. Rory, you must help me. Uh, help you? I would dribble on you if you were smouldering. Rory, you don't understand. It's me, Professor Nebulous. I'm inside Clench's body. Well, you skinned him. And now you're wearing it and doing his voice? Creepy. No, our minds have been subjected to the old swapperoo. Yeah, nice try, Clench, but you're under Kent arrest. Oh, I haven't got time for this. <laughs> you're squeezing my neck. <laughs> I, it's not a Venusian death grip, is it? No, it's a Plutonian paralysis pinch. You'll lose consciousness in exactly three seconds. Bollocks. Just look at Clench, swanning around inside me. I repeat again, this is not a metaphor, this is not an analogy, and it's not some television program I saw last night. It is a genuine threat. In a few minutes' time, you are all going to die. Die to death. Stop! This cannot happen. I've heard enough to know I've heard too much. Oh, my God! It's Clench! Quick, everyone! Wait, I'm not Clench. He is. Ask yourself, would a real Professor Nebulous threaten to kill you all? Of course I would. I'm, I'm in a bad mood and I'm feeling hot and bothered. Hold it right there, Clench. What, because you're pointing your finger at me? Hang on, Rory. I'm not sure this is Clench. No, I'm not. I'm Nebulous. Nebulous, I tell you. Clench swapped our minds. Don't listen to him. The man's gone insane. Everyone knows that Clench is a maniac. Although, obviously, a genius in his own field. Paula, ask me a question. What? What do you mean? Ask me something only the real Professor Nebulous would know the answer to. Oh, uh, 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 ooh, uh, uh, what's the capital of France? Uh, before the withering, it was Paris, but now it's Burnley. No, not a general knowledge question. Something personal, something the Kent team has experienced that no one else knows about. Okay, I, I, I got one. Uh, in 2097, we successfully prevented the launch of a children's breakfast cereal which contained unacceptable levels of Class A drugs. What was it called? Uh, um, was it uh, uh, Honey Narcotic Loops? Nope. Uh, uh, vicicles? No, Clench. It was called Crack, Smackle and Pot. Should never have been given the go-ahead in the first place. I'm sorry, Nebulous, but even with your superior serial knowledge, you've still lost. <laughs> Greetings, Dr. Clench. What are those things? Those, Paula, are the Infernons. Infernons, right. So what, what do they do? Do they infer things? Or, or not infer things? <laughs> 
things. Inferno. It's like Inferno, isn't it? These two creatures can generate enough incandescent heat to destroy every single delegate in this room. About the Spanish Prime Minister, obviously. Ah, take that in, David. Very well, you leave me no option. A rifle? Wait, I'm confused now. The real Professor Nebulus is defiantly anti-rifle. No, uh, this is no ordinary rifle. My invention is powered by water. I call it the Kasplashnikov. Stand back! <laughs> Stop! Help! Please do not extinguish us! Very well. Then you agree to return my mind to its rightful body? Yes, yes, anything! You flickering idiots. Quick, Rory, don't let Clench get away. Don't worry, he's going nowhere. I'm going with him. Oh, well done, Professor. You've kept the transgalactic peace conference body count down to single figures. Ah, damn you, Nebulous. It's over, Clench. And in my opinion, it's high time you and I changed our minds. All delegates have now departed. The peace conference has been declared a triumph, marred only by bloodshed and an attempted galactic takeover. I wonder, do you think we've seen the last of Dr. Clench? Who knows? Remember the sequel devils? They came back again and again. Each time less effective than the last. What about the prequeloids? We always knew how they'd end up! Clench report, please, Gemini. I am obeying. Dr. Clench has been exiled to Porridge 9, the harshest prison planet in the Stir system. Morning, team. Ah, oh, morning, Professor. Professor! Prof. It really is you this time, isn't it? Yes, don't worry, Paula. It's my mind and my body. What a great combination. So, tell me, anything going on in the world that would interest the people of Kent? Report Justin from downtown Tokyo! Apparently Bodzilla's on the rampage again. Want to go check it out? Honestly, you know the professor can never set foot in Japan. Not since he wrote that inflammatory article. J'accuse the Yakuza. Was I too bold? You could never be too bold for me, professor. I tell you, my neck still aches. I'll never forget being pinched unconscious. I'll never forget what it feels like to live a life of unceasing agony! I'll never forget what it feels like to have your mind sucked out of your cranium and decanted into a megalomaniac. And I'll never forget that full body massage with sensual oils. Chunky. What? In Nebulous by Graham Duff, Mark Gatiss played Professor Nebulous, with special guest David Warner as Dr. Clench. Paula, Rosie Cavallero, Harry and Infernon 2, Paul Putner, Rory and Spanish Prime Minister, Graham Duff, Sir Ronald Rowlands, Graham Crowden, Gemini, Clown Mother and Announcer, Julia Dolkin, Sentient Candle, Steward and Clown Father, Matt Wolfe, Infernon 1, Nicholas Briggs. The theme music was by Malcolm Boyle. Nebulous was directed by Nicholas Briggs and is a baby cow production for Radio 4.